Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 55, recorded June 19th, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, Lock Picking Father Stories, Stuff Made Here versus Lock Picking Lawyer Update, Picking for Good, Rummy's Corbin Update, Antique Safe Restoration, Independent Lock Collectors Association, Key Impressioning, More In Person Events Coming, An Artwork Contest, Lock Picking Criminals, Sales, and Giveaways. You can find the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some apps limit the length of show notes and links, but you can always find full show notes with all the links at thelocksportscast.com. You can find video clips of some of the stories discussed on our Clips YouTube channel. Link is in the show notes. I'll start off with a couple of quick announcements here. First off, I'd like to say thank you to Helpful Lockpicker for sharing the show on his weekly Locksport update live last week. Make sure that if you haven't already, you subscribe to his channel and watch his lives if you can. And please, please, please consider leaving him some useful information in the comments for what's going on in the Locksport community. That's the way he receives his information. And it would really be nice if people could leave him a little bit of news, just like they leave me news. On the subject of the Lockie Awards, I have the website functionally where I need it now, but I need some artwork for the site. Currently, the artwork is just pictures of last year's trophy. And since that trophy has some potential trademark issues and I don't want to get sued, I'm going to need some new artwork, a new logo. So I've, I'm at my wit's end. I haven't come up with anything on my own. So I thought I would hold a contest and let you guys. See if you could come up with something if you're willing. Uh, winner will get one of my logo locks, a $20 gift code for hooligankeys.com, both, and will be listed as a sponsor on this year's awards program. Um, just real quick, it should not be based on last year's trophy for obvious reasons, and it would be really nice if it were something that could be turned into a an engraving design. So nothing too overly complex that can't be turned into some sort of silhouette engraving design, just in case I need it. And you can submit via any method you like that you can find in my contact information in the show notes. You can also find it at thelocksportscast.com slash contact. Any of those ways, just get a hold of me if you're interested and submit some uh, artwork. I would really, really appreciate the help. First up in the news this week, Stuff Made Here made a video commenting on Lock Picking Lawyer's picking of his locks. And the video is called Stuff Made Here Reacts to Lock Picking Lawyer Beatdown. His description says this is a video on demand of a Patreon live stream I did reacting to Lock Picking Lawyer attacking my locks. If you haven't seen them, I recommend watching the first the main videos first. My thoughts, I thought this was a great reaction video to Lock Picking Lawyer picking his locks. You get some good behind-the-scenes information. Sounds like they both tried to play fair and work together on this. Lockpicking Lawyer gave him lots of feedback along the way of things that he was finding that worked. And apparently no hard feelings. Doesn't take it personally. He seems to honestly be interested in finding the issues so that they can be fixed. And to me, that's the sign of a good engineer. So kudos to him. 
and lockpicking patrolman shared a tweet this week. He said a new line of cheap Schlage products. The first pick was seen at Walmart, and those are first secure by Schlage. The second was at Lowe's, where they just started to carry Dexter by Schlage. But it looks like they're getting rid of them already, he says. Because in the picture, they're all marked as clearance. He made a video where he demonstrated picking the first secure and upgrading it with spools and picking it again. That video is first secure by Schlage. Is it worth it? That link will be in the show notes as well as a link to his original tweet if you're interested. And Lockhack is doing his second annual Picking for Good contest. It is a fundraiser and a giveaway. He's asking for donations either to the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation or to a food bank of your choice and or a video shouting out the contest. More details will be in the giveaway section of the show and, of course, links in the show notes. I just wanted to make sure to get it a shout out at the top of the show because I think it's for a really good cause. And Brummy Lockpicker put out a video uh, giving an update on his Corbin. It's called Update on Corbin Padlock's Journey Around the World, and someone has lost the journey logbook. Yeah, unfortunately, the logbook is gone, but the lock is still making the rounds. And Brummy put together several clips of different people's videos on their experiences with the lock, and that's what actually the majority of the video is. I found it quite entertaining, and I think you probably will too. So I will leave a link to that in the show notes. And the second part of Sloth Picker's Speed Sloth giveaway has begun. All the locks have been sent out and the participants have them. They have until August 1st, 2021 to get their time submitted to speedlocks.org. The first time has already been submitted and recorded. You can find out more information, the submitted time, links to the videos, and the participants ranking in the giveaway at speedlocks.org slash speedsloth. And Mr. Black Magic did another one of his lock cam videos. This one is the Multi-Lock Interactive 5-Pin Serrated. And I was happy to see him do a lock cam on the Multi-Lock Interactive with Serrated because this is the first high-security lock that I remember seeing in real life. It was the first lock-picking lawyer videos that I watched because I was curious about the strange lock and key I had encountered in real life. And... The multi-lock interactive with serrated drivers was the first dimple lock and the first what I would consider to or or and what I would consider the first higher security lock that I actually picked. And that was accomplished with the first pick that I ever specifically modified for a purpose. And it remains one of my favorite locks to this day. You could say that this is probably the lock that got me into real lock sport. So if you enjoy the podcast. You can thank the Multilock Interactive for that. And Sasp has put out a video showing an amazing Abloy Classic practice kit that he made. It has an Abloy Classic padlock with an easy-to-remove core setup, multiple keys, multiple copies of all the different discs, and spacers to allow for progressive practice. I would say progressive pinning, but they're discs. So progressive disking? I don't know. All of this is cleanly housed in a in a nice custom case, and you really should see this, so go check out the video, please. And Good Guy, or at B and E A to Z on Twitter, shared a link to a video saying, Yep, I like everything in this video. And the video is called 1930s Antique Century Safe Restoration, Perfect Restoration. 
And as the title implies, in this video, he restores an antique safe from the 30s. The description says the safe weighs in at about 100 kilograms or 220 pounds if you're living in the States. He added wheels, which it originally didn't have. And he says the lock mechanism appeared to have been damaged and repaired sometime probably in the 70s due to the hardware used, he thinks. Probably due to a theft attempt is he's, his guess. So he completely rebuilt the locking mechanism. He does some really nice work and it really turns out great. So if you're into the antique stuff, you should check that out. And if you're into old locks or collecting locks in general, I came across a post in the Tool UK Discord by user Chubb Brahma. He gives some information and a little background on the Independent Lock Collectors Association. He says, in 1975, I was introduced to a sadly short-lived lock collector's newsletter and discovered I was not alone. Later, I found my way to the Lock Museum Willenhall and became a friend, receiving the friend's newsletter. Then I was introduced to a loose association of collectors, a mailing list of collectors all over Great Britain who met about once a year in upper room of a Manchester locksmith. Although started by a senior member of the MLA and a non-locksmith, who subsequently left, both are now dead, the Independent Lock Collectors Association was independent of the MLA. Some 40-plus met for a talk, followed by a buffet or dinner, all paid for by a raffle. Later, there were occasional visits and some overlap with the Friends of the Museum. After the Lock Museum closed, meetings at Manchester continued, and I started a collector's newsletter. When Lock Expo started, we had a stand. Somebody else took over the newsletter, but has since retired from it. The association is mainly a mailing list with a yearly new meet dinner thing, and there's a website, but little expertise to maintain it, he says. Now the newsletter is also seeking a new editor-publisher. says, any offers? Those of us remaining are mostly more or less elderly. There are surely many non-locksmiths in the UK interested in locks and collect them, or at least accumulate them. Um, I asked his permission to share all this, and his reply was, Sure, even the link to my old newsletters on the Lock Collector's site. Uh, seems they need no password now. And he says there's another list of Euro collectors, European collectors used to organize as an annual visit in Europe, and they should be coming to Birmingham in 2023. This list has people from around the world, though most speak some English. And he gives some emails, but I'm not going to publish those in the show notes because that would just get them spammed. So if you are interested, you can go to the Tool UK Discord and look in the uh, general channel for Chubb Brahma as the username. All one word, no spaces. But it sounds like everyone in the club is getting getting on in age and they are hoping to find some people to help carry on the club. At the very least, it would be great to help preserve the wealth of knowledge before it's lost. So I'm going to you know, include a link to the Lock Collectors Association in the show notes. It's lockcollectors.eu. And also go to the Tool UK Discord and check out what he said over there if you're interested. And you can probably even contact him if you have any questions that I haven't answered. And if you're into collecting old locks, you might eventually find it useful to be able to make keys for some of them. 
One way to do that is impressioning. And we just happen to have a couple of videos on that subject this very week. First, Rubber Band put out a video called Cracking Giveaway Entry. Why am I called Rubber Band? Not only does he go through the origins of his username, he also gives a good overview of impressioning and a demonstration of how he uses the file and his custom impressioning handle that he designed, which is for sale at digbylockandtools.com, by the way. Then also, Fishpix put out a video, A Beginner's Guide to Key Impressioning, one of three. He says, In this three-part series, I will be offering a detailed beginner's guide to key impressioning. We'll be looking at the tools you need, how to prepare your blank, and how to create impressioning marks. From there, we will go on to explore filing techniques and some tips and tricks to help you accelerate your skills so that you'll be able to make a working key for an unknown lock without disassembling or picking it ahead of time. And it's it's up to his usual production quality standards, and it's just part one of three, so I recommend you go over there, catch that as well, and wait for the next couple episodes to come out. And 3D Locksport put out an email and a tweet saying, we're looking at updating our logo and want your help. It says, hey everyone, 3D Locksport is looking at changing its logo. What are your thoughts? We have a new logo we like, but can't decide on the version to use. So please vote and let us know what your thoughts are. And I'll leave a link to the poll in the show notes. And everybody needs to take a break to just have some fun and laugh every once in a while. So there are a couple of videos here that I thought might help with that. The first, Sir Paradise and Rune had a little issue around a challenge lock. Uh, Sir Paradise, or Mr. Paradise on YouTube, received a challenge lock from Rune Picker that he spent four hours trying to pick on, the last three of it, with it completely locked up, because it evidently had trap pins. So the second video is... um. Calling out Rune. <laughs> I won't say the whole title. And the third video is me crying about challenge locks and calling Rune Picker out. Uh, to be honest, I haven't watched the four-hour-long four hour first video, but, but the second two are pretty entertaining. And in the last, Paradise makes some good points about what shouldn't be done in community challenge locks. And I certainly agree with him on the not using trap bins, at least not in locks that are in general circulation and not without some sort of warning or maybe sealed instructions on how to get it back into an operational order if you make a mistake. Because that's just mean. And Froggy Picker made a video called Masters Under Fire, hashtag LPL, hashtag bears back, where he pokes a little fun at lockpicking lawyer and master lock. It's an entertaining watch. Uh, I recommend you go check it out. We have some news on some meetups. Nothing posted in LPU Discord that in-person tool meetings will be starting in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia in the next couple of months. Tool D.C. at the boardroom July 7th. Tool Nova at Nova Labs July 21st. And Tool MoCo to be determined in August. So things starting to open back up and get back to normal. That's a good sign. Brainy Picker sent in that Las Vegas is open and DEF CON is coming back August 5th and 8th. There's a link to the main page in the show notes where you can reserve your tickets if you're interested. 
while this is not strictly lock sport related, as he says, I think DEFCON fits in the spirit of the podcast. And if I'm not mistaken, in years past, they've had a lock picking village. I'm not sure if they are having one this year, if it's that's lined up yet. But I figure it's still enough to make it lock sport newsworthy. So there you go. I don't have any new speedlocks.org speed picking records as of the recording of this, and I didn't have time to reach out and see if there were any that I hadn't grabbed yet. Sorry about that. So we'll move on to the Lockpickers United belt system. The announcements start off with a yellow belt for Walkpicker, earned on the 18th. Congratulations, Walkpicker. For those of you who aren't already aware, Walkpicker is the new username for Kraken's wife. So. Congratulations, Walkpicker. For purples, we have Louie and Pazzle Dazzle. And we had a red belt on Reddit for, I don't know how to say that, cause, 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 cause. I don't know if I've, it's COS, 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 COS. <laughs> I think people are just messing with me sometimes. If you're not already familiar with the uh, Lockpickers United belt system, you can head over to the uh, lockpicking subreddit and check out their page called Belt Ranking Lockpicking. All the information you need, that's the official source. If you don't want to read, you can go to uh, the Lockpickers United YouTube channel, watch their mentor- Mentorship Monday, uh, the belt system one, or go to John Locke's channel and watch all about lockpicking belt ranking system, or... The podcast you're listening to now, episode number two, Breaking Rules and Getting the Belt. Now it's time to take a quick break. Say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. We'll start off with the Patreon subscribers. We have Bill N., Medler, Panda Frog, Michael Gilchrist, Starrylock, Williams Brain, Dave To Be Deciphered, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, PH Picker, Three Raccoons in a Coat, Cherell, Mog, and John Locke. Thank you to all of you. Chief content producer for this episode is Cherell. The other content producers are Brainy Picker, Copler Woodhull, Dusty and Wendy, Froggy Picker, Jake the Diesel 89, John Smith, John Locke, Joshua Gonzalez, Kraken, Locke Hack, Locke Maker Tattooer, Locke Picking Patrolman, Mr. Black Magic, Panda Frog, Picked It Mate, Reed, Risky Management, Rune, Sir Paradise, Spooky Lock Picker, Terry Wynn Yates, Tony Varelli, and Trace3K. Thank you to everyone who has submitted news. You make this show possible because it's a lot of work to gather that much news. And with all you guys helping out, it makes this work. So just remember the show is only possible because of that support. So if you value the podcast, please help support it. Please help me keep it going by sending in your news, links, events, giveaway information, whatever you have. You all have groups, communities, your own discords, your own YouTube groups that you watch. So anything you hear, I might not have heard already. Somebody else might not have heard already and sent it to me. So just send it anyway. You get credit for it, whether 20 people send it to me or just you send it to me. You're still going to get credit for it. I'll still mention you in the show notes and I will still thank you because I still do appreciate it. Um, You can send it to podcastlocksportscast.com or any of the other methods in the contact section of the show notes or on the contact page of locksportscast.com. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends, either online or in person. You can leave a review on your favorite, favorite podcast platform or leave a comment, thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast 
or the YouTube channel would really be helpful. Um, you can also donate on PayPal or subscribe on Patreon if you want. If you do subscribe on Patreon, you do get a private RSS feed if you want it that will give you the audio version a little early, usually about a day or a week for the interview episodes. So you can go to thelocksportscast.com support if you want to know how to help in any of those ways I mentioned. With Father's Day in the U.S. here this weekend, I thought it would be good to share a few stories about fathers and Locksport. Several people shared the following story with me. It's uh, Larry Newberry, founder of Southor Locksmith Tools. Um, I'm not going to read the whole story. That would be plagiarism. And there, this is a, a good story, a really heartfelt article. I think you probably should go read it. So I have a link in the show notes, or you can just go to the Southor website. I'll just read the first little bit here as a teaser. It says, As Father's Day nears, there is something weighing on my mind and dear to my heart that I want to share with you. Early this year, my father and founder of Southord Locksmith Tools, Larry Newberry, passed away. I've been debating about whether to write this for a while now. We don't share many personal aspects of our company, like that Southord is a family-owned and operated business, but Dad gave his all to make this business, business succeed, and a recent trip to his childhood home gave me a new appreciation for the man that he was. So I want to honor his memory and to share a little bit of his life with you. And to quote Lockpicking Patrolman on his tweet where he shared it, this is one heck of a story that really touches home for me. So, you know, it's a good story and you really should go read it. Sir Paradise was inspired by my request for Father's Day stories involving Locksport, so he decided to write a story that is based on a true story. You can go to his channel, Mr. Paradise, and he is making a video telling the story. And he said you will be able to find the written story in the description or comments. And I will have a link to his channel in the show notes in case you don't already know it. But fair warning, it's Mr. Paradise. And his Reddit comment to this request was also this one time at Bandcamp. So take that for what it is. And Jake the Diesel 89 said, Some of my earliest memories were of being a kid in the back of my dad's service van when he would run after hours lockouts. I would hear his pager go off in the middle of the night and be dressed just in case he had to go. If it were just us, I'd ride passenger. But if the family went, my sister and I would watch The Lion King and basically chill while he was driving, cutting keys, whatever. Third generation locksmith myself, and almost all of my immediate family has been in the business at one time or another. Nothing quite like those memories of, uh, of your dad when you're a kid, going to work with him and stuff like that. Great story. And Terry Wynn Yates or at 24 hour Mr. Locksmith on Twitter said, I have four sons and on Christmas morning, I give each son a box with a padlock on it. They have to pick open the padlock to get their gift, LOL. And I said, I asked if he really did that. And he said, uh, yes, family tradition, opening locks on Christmas day. I'm a third generation locksmith and three of my sons are locksmiths and all four sons worked in our key store. So <laughs> that's a fun tradition for a locksmith family. Reed said, I kind of got my father into picking. 
Me and him sometimes just chill in my room and pick blocks and talk. I've gotten him up to picking 1100s, but he says he doesn't want to go past that. Fair enough. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Kraken said, I pick with my four-year-old, though he's only up to opening a Master 3. Also, when we're out on walks, all three kids point out every lock we pass. <laughs> uh, that's teaching them pretty young. Good job. I pulled some information from my episode number seven, which was children and teens in Locksport, to just kind of round this out a little bit um, and refresh my memory a bit. So I know Dusty and Wendy picks with his daughter, who we all refer to as Tiny Picker. Culper Woodhill taught his kids to pick, both his son, Lockpicking Kid, and his daughter, Missy Lockpicker. And during that episode, I had gotten some information from Spooky Lockpicker, who said, My son is currently nine, and remember this is about a year ago, and has some basic skills. He doesn't have the focus or attention span to get into anything but the most basic blocks. We have had some fun with it but he is still a little young to really get into it. He does watch picking videos with me sometimes. And Risky Management also, in that year ago episode, said, My two older boys, 10 years old and 12 years in age, have picked some locks. They have a small single pick and torsion wrench that's homemade. I pick locks about once a month, just enough to do relatively easy ones, not enough to become a real master. So, just some stories of locksmiths and locksporters sharing their time with their kids. I thought it was good for Father's Day. Moving on to the locksmith story for the week. This one is back to the American Key Supply Stories. says, My craziest experience had to be when I cut a key for a lady who had rescheduled five times already. When I arrived at the address, the customer had to come outside and explain that I needed to give her a ride to the vehicle. Once I was cleared by dispatch to do so, I ended up driving 15 miles to the backside of a closed warehouse where her car was. She had proof the vehicle was hers, so I cut the key and programmed it. As I was leaving, I saw her drive the car over a curb and into a stone pillar, the ones designed to prevent vehicles from hitting the building. I have to say the whole experience had me a bit shaken and feeling uneasy the whole time. Later, she called the office and asked why I let her drive into the pillar. Our office had no idea what to do, and I was told later about her call. I have to say, that was the craziest locksmith experience I've ever had. (laughs) Uh, It takes all kinds. In lockpicking criminal news, our first story is man arrested after crashing stolen car during high-speed chase near Roseville. And according to the Placer County Sheriff's Facebook page, they say on June 5th at 7 p.m., a Placer County Sheriff deputy spotted a stolen vehicle on North Foothills Boulevard in Lincoln. The deputy attempted to pull the driver over, but the suspects sped off and entered southbound Highway 65, leading the deputy on a high-speed pursuit. The suspect reached speeds of 110 miles per hour while passing cars on the shoulder of the freeway. He eventually drove into a field and onto Blue Oaks Boulevard then veered into the opposite lane of traffic at the intersection on Lone Tree Boulevard, striking an an occupied car and injuring the occupants. The suspect then hit a planter box at a nearby shopping center and fled on foot. Deputy caught the suspect and was able to place him in handcuffs. 
A search of his person revealed a lockpick tool. Deputies also searched inside the stolen truck and found a baton belonging to the suspect. He was arrested for driving in the opposite lane of traffic during a vehicle pursuit, hit and run with injury, vehicle theft, possession of a stolen vehicle, possession of a baton, resisting arrest, and possession of burglary tools. Moving on to sales, we have Dark Arts Lockpicking, dalp.com.au. They have a promo code for use in their store, 15% off. It can only be used once per customer, expires July 1st, and it is DALPSTORE01, D-A-L-P-S-T-O-R-E-0-1. So you can use that at the DALP.com.au. Tony Varelli, 3DLockSport.com, 10% off with the code LSCAST10, that's lscast one zero, And they also have a 15% off coupon for subscribers of their newsletter. So if you go subscribe to their newsletter, which they don't send out that many, I'm, sub- I'm a subscriber. And Mako Locks, 15% off with the code BYMAKO. Still working, no expiration listed. UKLockPickers.co.uk, 10% off with the code GIFT. No expiration on that one, given. Still working. Giveaways. Lockhack is doing his second annual Picking for Good contest that I mentioned earlier. Um, To enter the contest, you must be a legal adult in your country, a subscriber, and your entry must be in no later than 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on June 30th. The options for entry, if you can afford to donate, option A is donate to the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation via the link he gives in the description. Option B is to make a cash or food donation to a food bank of your choice and then you gotta provide him proof which you can find the information on how to do that in the description of his video and he says and or making a video with the hashtag picking for good 21 where you shout out the contest and link back to this video so those are your ways to enter I really really would encourage people to take up him up on one of the donation options if you're able to I mean don't don't put yourself in a situation where you need a donation to donate to somebody else. But if you're able to, please go ahead and give. Picked It Mate has his Thanks for 100 Subscribers giveaway running. Uh, choice of two prizes, the Law Lock Tools voucher, and a custom animated intro. The rules, be subscribed. Comment with the hashtag here before 100. Uh, 25th of June is the end date. John Locke, 100 subscriber celebration giveaway, hashtag John Locke 100, multiple prize packages, um, subscribe, make a video picking a lock, in the video while you're picking a lock, tell us something interesting, a good story, a life hack, something, and use the hashtag John Locke 100 in the video title, uh, the video has to be in by July 11th, and those are the basic rules for the rest of the details, make sure to check out the description of his video. Kraken. The Kraken June 21 giveaway. Give the story of your username, or if your username is your name, just pick a lock. Use the hashtag Kraken June 21. Runs until the end of the month. Lockmaker Tattooer has the hashtag LMT June 21 maker giveaway. He wants to try and do a giveaway every month where he gives away something he made. So this month is a dimple flag with a zebra wood handle that he turned himself. And 
All you need to do to participate is pick a lock with the hashtag LMT June 21 Maker Giveaway. Exact spelling you can get from the description of his video. Links to all these giveaway videos will be in the show notes and, and the YouTube description. Rune Picker does his weekly, picks a, a lock every week, a challenge lock, and then he gives away the one that he picked the previous week on a giveaway on Saturday. So you can go check that out. Panda Frog has his June video up. And the rule is to pick a lock with the keyway facing away from you. The rest of the rules you can get in his description. Hashtag this month is PandaFrog21JUN for June. Of course, CLK Supplies has their hashtag LockBoss giveaway. Link to the, in the show notes for how to get to the, the rules. And LockSportsCast, I have my monthly giveaway for either PackLock 100A with my logo or a $20 gift code to hooligankeys.com. You can find all the rules at giveaway.thelocksportscast.com. Remember to send me any information you have that's locksport related. Even if you don't think it's important, it might just be the bit of information I need. If not, no harm done. Please uh, subscribe to the audio podcast if that's what you listen to, or the YouTube channel if that's what your gig is. I really appreciate all of your support and keep it legal. Legal.